0: And this and this and this is tof and beam for the TB test.
1: What's good, son? It's your boy, Toph Dog, back with episode 33, the Scotty Pippin. Been pimping since Pippin's been pimping episode. Back with my co-host, as always, B-Marino. What's good, son? What's Gucci Mane?
0: Scotty P-I-M-P-Pippin. Yeah, episode 33. Also, the Aaron Jones, maybe? No. No, no, no. Aaron Jones, no. We we ain't fucking with that after this performance last week but uh yeah episode 33 back at it like a crack addict also larry bird wore 33 i believe gotta hold it down for the white boys can't jump but hey that's neither here nor there <laughs> let's go
1: gotta give the shout out
0: to old larry larry little pacers how are they doing now
1: uh i don't fucking know but but i had a (laughs) me neither was not expecting an indiana pacers (laughs) question off top here but uh i got a random random question for you right okay so shoot i see that they're they're making this uh godzilla versus king kong movie and it's coming out sometime in the next year or so like godzilla would fuck king kong up right
0: yeah, I think so. Godzilla is a humongous dinosaur. I think Godzilla, <laughs> rel- like, relative to Don- Donkey Kong King Kong, uh, he's way bigger in size and mass. So just that alone, dude, he's a reptile. Yeah. He's got a hard outer shell. <laughs> he's got the little spike. I back. think.
1: I think he would just bite King Kong's head off and like. So I'm interested to see how they make it a. a Good movie. I'll be down to see that when that shit comes out. But yeah, it was a it was a burning question on the mind before we hopped into the the good shit tonight, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, he had a tough time with Mothra if you've ever watched the <laughs> old school ones. Mothra Mothra. Um, but that's, uh, that's some old school shit. Yeah, I won't be watching that. Actually, my boy Gogo brought that up in a group text and was like, You guys pump for this? And I was like, a hundred percent no. <laughs> I'm I will not be watching that. Maybe if it's on sci fi network in twenty twenty three, okay. I'll catch it after Sharknado three. But hey,
1: that's neither here nor there either. Let's get into it, man. Yeah, so uh <laughs> we did have some big football games this past Sunday and uh as we talked about last week, the boys were uh Opposite on Championship Sunday. Both games we uh, yeah were split on who was going to win, and I got to just uh, do it for the one time. Uh, go ahead, dude. I scraped your ass. 2-0, and bro. What's good?
0: Yeah, and 2 Good thing we didn't put money. Um, but, yeah, for the dignity, you scraped me for sure. Called your, called your calls. Called your bets. You never go against TB12. The GOAT. I, I should. Yeah,
1: done. so we got to get into it a little bit. So obviously, unless you've been living under a rock, Patrick Star style bikini bottom up in this hoe, uh, you are aware that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Packers this past Sunday, and the Chiefs throttled the Bills to clinch their way to Super Bowl LV fifty-five in Tampa Bay. And uh, we got to kick it real first with. The Packers and the Bucks. And, you know, you picked the Packers to win last week, and I know probably most of America did, but what were kind of your takeaways from that game and uh, <clears throat> how did you think uh, everything went down? Let's start with the obvious. I mean, Matt LaFleur kicking a field goal? What the
0: fuck? Yeah, kicking a field goal on fourth down. Was it like on the seven or eight yard line? With the game online, it was like three or four minutes left in the game. Uh, ultimately kicking the field goal not getting the ball back there was a questionable pi call or hold defensive holding call there which could have potentially got the ball back but even so uh I, the pack really couldn't do shit honestly in the second in the latter half of the game they got three interceptions you know down a possession off tom brady he did throw three picks and some you know some weren't his fault but they they didn't really do shit. They punted two of those away, three and out after the pick. Yep. So I mean, who's to say that they were gonna make a final push, you know, Rodgers could heave it and there wouldn't be nothing greater than a, a Hail Mary Rogers winning NFC championship Ooh, toss, but That, that would have
1: been some shit, but
0: it didn't happen. And I, I have to make a confession here. I picked the goddamn Washington football team to upset the Bucks. Then I picked the Saints. <laughs> To pull it out for Breeze against the Bucks and then the Pack upsetting the Bucks. And I just haven't learned my lesson. Tom Brady Uh, he's forty three, but damn, he still gets it done. And like I said last week they got they got a good D. The Bucks got a good D, and that was on display this week against Aaron Rodgers. You know, he did get his but it really held him down in the second half of the game. Most of the game actually. I feel like he, they just—they yeah. didn't look like themselves. They didn't look like that number one offense that we've seen, pretty much all year. So you got to give it up to the Bucks
1: defense. Yeah, man. Uh, I will say, like I put my record on the line, I perfect through the NFC round of playoffs in terms of picking who was going to win. So uh, one of my big keys to. The Bucs being able to upset the Packers came to fruition pretty easily with uh, Bakhtiari going down in practice, I think before week 16, and being out one of the like consensus top three left tackles in football. I really thought JPP and Shaq Barrett, Bucks D-line could get after the quarterback, and you know obviously we'll go on to break down the Super Bowl a little bit more next week. We'll get into the in-depth shit and uh, kind of break down chiefs Bucks from that perspective, but you know Eric Fisher going down for the Chiefs this last weekend torn Achilles uh this past week Shaq Barrett had 3 sacks and JPP had 2 they got after Aaron Rodgers and uh you yeah, know in he, that he, ass in that ass for sure and uh i think the bucks definitely could have lost that game with some of the brady picks that he had it was a little uncharacteristic but we're not going to talk about that we got to talk about like you said tom brady 10 super bowls like there's so many Tom Brady Super Bowl stats out there that have come out in the last few days. Ridiculous. And, uh, you know, he's eighteen percent of all Super Bowls have involved in him. He he's basically had like a Hall of Fame career after the age of thirty seven, like a second career if you just took that part of his whole fucking twenty something year career and uh he's gone to the Super Bowl, I wanna say, two of the three years he's been forty years old and just absolutely nuts and Tom Brady the goat, undisputed. Yeah,
0: actually I think he's been three years. Now that he he's forty three, this is his fourth season since he's turned forty. Thank, but uh thanks
1: for picking me up on that one. I yeah, I meant to say that.
0: The only reason I know that is because one of those ridiculous stats was uh Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and Dan Marino have a combined three NFC champ or three championship victories. N F C AFC. And Tom Brady has three over the age of forty. That's insane. So that just goes to show you, dude just gets it done, man. And you remember a few years back, maybe like seven or eight years ago now, I said he wanted to play till he's forty-five, and everyone thought he was fucking out of his off his rocker. And uh, shit, man, he's under contract till through next year. I mean, I'd be surprised to see him go beyond that, but. Forty three and in the Super Bowl, yeah, with a a solid squad returning next season. So, who really knows? I'm sick of getting upset by him with my picks, but um, it's probably you know I I don't think it's going to change. I'm going to keep my strategy probably going next week. Like you said, we'll dive more into Super Bowl fifty five next week. But um, yeah, TB twelve man, undisputed. Yeah.
1: And we gotta hop into how the AFC representative clinched their way to Tampa Bay to play the Bucks. Uh, you know, a lot less drama in the the late game on Sunday. The Chiefs came out. They got down nine nothing, but we knew that was no big deal after what they did in the playoffs last year versus the Texans, Titans, and in the Super Bowl versus the 49ers. But man, they absolutely put a, a clinic on versus the Bills and really looked like. That unstoppable force. Uh, I mean, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey combined for 290 of the 325 pass yards. These two dudes are just – I mean, has there been in recent time a more complementary to one another like set of receivers or tight end receiver than those two guys? I mean, wow. They just make each other better in every aspect that there could be. Yeah. Yeah. They get theirs every week. That's
0: what it, you know. You joked around with me when the Browns played the Chiefs, and you're like, Kelsey's gonna have eight to twelve catches, hundred and fifty yards, and ended up having 110, 8 and 110 or something like that. And then this week championship game, it's like you're on the defense. What do you what's your game plan? You need to stop Tyreek. Don't let it, don't get beat deep. Put the lock, put the clamps down on Kelsey. They had a... 22 catches combined between them so um, 22 of the 29 completions went to those two guys so they just get theirs dude that's all there is to it
1: it's it's amazing to me i know we had tyreek hill obviously as our in our top five receiver power rankings months ago or a month ago whenever we did it and man he's just so crazy because in a in a sport with the best athletes in the world, this guy catches the ball and runs past all of them all the time. And it's yeah. just, I mean, the there's Cheetah. no more fitting nickname than the Cheetah.
0: The Streak, Tyreek the Streak. But uh, KC, man, they they really got back to their ways because if you recall, I think the past like seven or eight games prior to this week, they had actually not covered the spread in those victories. And, uh, they really just got it done. You know, Buffalo was playing good D up to the AFC championship game. They just had a ton of big chunk plays and they were just so, so fast. Um, I don't think any of Kansas city's drives were over five and a half minutes. Most of them being like under three minutes and vice versa. Buffalo. They were having long drives, you know, seven, eight-minute drives that were ending up in field goals, or one ended up in a turnover. And it's like, you're down already, and you can't go on a 14-play, eight-minute drive and come up with three points. Like, That's just not going to get it done against Kansas City.
1: Never, no. They look like they were in a league of their own, kind of like the fucking Tom Hanks and Madonna movie, softball movie back in the day. You know what I'm (laughs) talking about. uh, That's a good one. If, yeah, that shit's pretty lit. They're We're wearing it.
0: skirts playing softball. I like it.
1: Chiefs, Bucks, Super Bowl. All the storylines are there. We'll get into them more next week. But, I mean, initial thoughts? Do you have any?
0: I just think it's pretty fucking cool. The Bucks won three road games in the playoffs and now they get the first ever Super Bowl home game. And who else? Tom Brady. I mean, that's like a stamp on on the career you know like i don't know man i just feel like this more storylines are in favor of tom this time around so it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be a fun one and if i make a prediction it's gonna be wrong so we'll wait till next week to get those predictions and then the following week being disappointed but uh should be fun stuff well I don't, I don't
1: know about disappointment because i think uh spoiler alert the Chiefs are gonna scrape their ass. Skirpy? <laughs> like Scary kinda like this past Saturday, UFC two fifty seven, Dustin oh. Poirier scraping the notorious Connor McGregor. Did you happen to catch the fight on Saturday night or just uh, see it online with a uh, meme gate?
0: <laughs> with the meme gates dude i saw all the memes i did watch the fight replay like i watched it after the fact i didn't watch it live because i'm a cash and i was attending to other things but uh yeah mcgregor got put down man i i was surprised he in his uh pre-fight interviews he was saying it was going to be more of a war than you know in his fights past he's usually Oh, you know, one hitter quitter. Or I'm gonna knock him out first round, and I think he came in a little bit more humble this time around. But uh, yeah, that's yeah, Dustin Poirier put him down, man.
1: Yeah, definitely was a more a, a much more humble build up the whole week of uh, fight week. I mean, a lot's changed since they fought six years ago. I mean, I think Connor being a father with of two with another one on the way is definitely. Changed his perspective. But, yeah, man, good fight overall. Good night of fights overall. Some pretty good knockouts, finishes. And then, yeah, Dustin Poirier with the coup de grace. Uh, cherry on top to camp, cap off fight week. But I bring this up because last week, uh, I think when we recorded it, it already started going viral, you know, last Tuesday. Or I guess it was last Wednesday was the inauguration day. And since we recorded yep. last is what I'm getting at. Uh, we've had two very viral memes come out. Memes, memes, memes? wasn't that Bryce? One offer? of them, <laughs> yeah, so I think so. One of them was a Mimi meme, meme, a Mimi Siku meme of Ooh. Conor McGregor, and the other one, I mean, where's the funniest place that Bernie Sanders has been in the last week?
0: fool has <laughs> been posted with his mittens. And mask just lamping in a goddamn card chair, um, but yeah, that dude's everywhere. I've been seeing like local Instagram posts, and it's like, come check out La Tacaria Sacramento, and Bernie's just grubbing there. <laughs> and shit, Bernie's like, chilling. <laughs> I swear, yeah, you know, man.
1: I- I've seen him chilling upside down with some bats. I've seen him fucking in Big Ben in London. I've seen him chilling at some pub in Amsterdam. like you name it, Bernie's been there this last week, and it got me thinking and uh inspired a you know a, a little Myspace top eight that we should get going. see if you're feeling it, but uh I'm top eight memes of all time the memes,
0: yeah. I love me some memes. I have the the card game, What Do You Meme? I highly Ooh. recommend if you haven't hopped on that. It's a good Scale one. Scale
1: one to ten. What are you giving that hoe?
0: I'm giving an eight five, man. It's a fun one. It's like a Cards oh, Against my. Humanity. The first time you play it, it's fucking hilarious. And then, you know, you have to get the expansion packs because they kind of get repeated a little bit, but it's a great Yeah.
1: Game. Yeah. First time <laughs> you play it, though, that's all what it's all about right there.
0: For sure. First impression, 100. But I'm down to do some top eight memes, some popular faves. Um, MySpace well, kick style. us off. All right. Kick us off. Number one, my favorite meme of all time. And it's fairly recent. But uh, it's actually from an older movie, but a, just more of a recent meme. The virally, the virality. I don't know what I'm saying here. The viralness of the meme is more recent. It's Leonardo DiCaprio from Django and he's got the, he's got the little funny face like ooh, and he's holding the glass (laughs) of wine. He's holding the glass, and he's in like just his ritzy clothes, and he's got the little goatee, and he's just got the ooh little face. You know what I'm talking about? It's Monsieur Monsieur Candy, (laughs) (laughs) dude. I've seen actually some COVID face masks with his little face superimposed on there.
1: That's (laughs) a good one. That's That's a a good good face mask. But uh, I've seen some ones that have tripped me out. That would be a good one. I'd, I'd stop in my tracks if I saw that.
0: That's just a great. That's my favorite. It can literally you can send it, and it just like goes with any situation, any reaction you're looking for. It would kind of make sense. It kind of fits. You know, you could obviously overdo it like the Bernie one, but it's just a classic. So I'm going the Leo Django meme
1: number one. All right. Well. Good way to get us kicked off. And, uh, man, I think that our number two, like, the Leo meme, great one. But number two is the undisputed number one meme of all time, in my opinion. It was made into so many other memes among the original meme, and that's the crying Jordan. I mean, (laughs) the crying Jordan meme, Michael Jordan's Hall of Fame induction speech where he got real emotional. Oh, my gosh. It was on everything. The crying Jordan meme, you know, if your mascot lost, like, in a playoff game or something, you know, crying Jordan was somehow a San Jose shark. Like, his his face was everywhere. Uh, The crying Jordan meme still gets thrown out there a little bit, but it's literally been done. Like, there's nothing else that Crying Jordan can show up on that it hasn't done in the past. Mm-hmm. But, man, you'd, you'd be looking at a picture, and all of a sudden you wouldn't see it at first, and Jordan Crying was up in the clouds or some <laughs> shit, you know?
0: Dude, funny you bring this one up. Today, RIP Kobe, and for, you know, one-year anniversary since Kobe yeah. Kobe's passing. Rip. And I don't know if you saw his service A year ago. But Jordan got up there and talked at his service at Staples Center. Yeah. And started crying. And then he references, he says, like, God damn it, my wife told me not to cry because I'm going to get another meme made of me.
1: I'm going to get memed again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so that one kind of hits home just because of the day here on the 26th. But great meme. I've used that. I've edited on Snapchat that little meme and thrown it in on I think when the Warriors lost in Game Seven to, to the uh, Cavs, I threw that on myself and uh, classic meme.
1: Go for it again, good, yeah. Let's
0: let's run it back. <sighs> Snake draft.
1: All right, so many fucking memes, my guys. So many fucking memes. Uh, my second pick overall is going to go back to being a little more uh, a recent meme, and okay. you know, this is the way. Star Wars, this is the motherfucking way. Mondo, uh, Baby Yoda, he's a viral sensation. I mean, the only thing more viral than Baby Yoda is COVID-19 itself. And And, burning. And and, (laughs) the burn. (laughs) Uh, The Baby Yoda sipping soup out of his little cup (laughs) where he's just chilling. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It was going around big time about a month ago. Uh, with like Christmas type, like mom watching me open gifts on Christmas type <laughs> shit or whatever. But uh, just a new spin on another OG meme. I don't want to say what meme that is. You can probably guess just in case it's on your list. But if not, we'll touch on it at the end. But yeah, Baby Yoda, he's all the rage. People that don't even watch Mandalorian fucking love Baby Yoda. So Baby Yoda, number three on the snake meme all time list.
0: Nice. I like I like where your head's at. That's a funny one. I'm not a Mandalorian but uh, I know the meme. That's how it shows. It goes beyond the fandom. So, very relevant. I like it. Number three overall. Number four, I'm gonna go <clears throat> to another green character here for my, number, my second selection. Number four overall. And I'm going Kermit the Frog sipping... A cup ah,
1: of tea. That's the one I was kind of talking about.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't know if you were going to go like an older Yoda meme or something. wasn't sure where you were going and, with that. No,
1: I didn't want to take the Kermit meme. That's So, so I'm glad you took it off the list. Okay. I didn't want to mention it in case it was on your list on my last pick. When okay, I,
0: well, good shit. Good shit for thinking of me. But, uh, yeah, the Kermit meme, drinking tea. He's doing the freaking, um, like, mind your business. I'm trying to think. What's... There's like a phrase with it. Um, I'm totally blowing it here. That's none of my business. You know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll it's find it. None while of my we're, business.
0: We'll we'll find it while we're we're talking. But that meme was everywhere. I think that year that I was talking about when the Cavs beat the Warriors in seven games, LeBron wore like a a dad hat on the championship parade day and i had a little kermit frog drinking a cup of tea but that's none of my business that's the uh yeah, the little tagline there business. but uh yeah kermit the frog I'm sure you like hilarious. that you're
1: you've been known to rock a dad hat a
0: time or two oh i love me some dad hats come on dude once you hit like 26 it's only dad hats are acceptable we can't flat bill it anymore come on dude <laughs> uh, yeah 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 what, are you still rocking the fifty nine fifty new eras Come on, dude.
1: <laughs> what's what's wrong with that, <laughs> dude?
0: <laughs> no, those are chill, but there's a time and a place where dad hats are more more all the time. So if you're not on we'll the dad hat game, know. hop on it now. I used to get toasted and roasted for dad hats, but now I'm pretty chill. So turned out good I mean, for me.
1: I just I just rock a hat when I'm going to the yard watching the squad play or going on the softball field okay that's true that's what we're doing okay all right so you got one more
0: all right next one i'm gonna go back to back here i'm gonna go i have to describe this meme because i I can't really i don't think it has a title or really name i'm going the meme where the dude is walking with like his chick but he's looking back (laughs) oh that was on my (laughs) list he's looking back at another chick like and he's got the face like, He's the distracted candy. boyfriend. The distracted boyfriend meme. Um, no, I had it written down. That's that's a perfect name for it. I, couldn't, I literally have dude with girlfriend looking back at other girl memes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you were talking about. But that one is the best because you could literally put any text over the two girls and it would make it hilarious. So, um, yeah, dude checking back the memes, looking back at the chick.
1: Number five. My third overall. Boom. Man, there's so many good ones. I know. I know there's gonna be some good ones left off our list. We're gonna miss uh, a bunch of good ones. Knowing I got two more picks is tough. Okay. Uh, but I'm gonna give it a go here. I'm gonna give it a go. So I got two written down in front of me. And the first one is the success kid. The little chubby kid he's wearing like those like shirts those undershirts you wore when you played baseball they're like fucking white with the colored sleeves like Corey matthews and shit would be rocking them in boy meets uh. world back in the day <laughs> they were just like the 90s kid look the dude. little like three-quarter baseball tee yeah,
0: exactly
1: okay. so he's like the little fucking chubby kid and he's doing his little like fist like yes yeah like just put five dollars in my pocket pulled out a ten yes that shit <laughs> little fat fucking kid hilarious I know this is a meme draft and not like a a gif draft specifically that's but it also movie. reminds me of that funny gif of like that kid that's like at a penguins game and he's gotta be like two years old and he's just like yeah yeah
0: you know what
1: I'm talking about? <laughs> no. If probably, if probably not. I'll send it to you after this fucking sick sick <laughs> joke on the pod, bro. Uh, sick, keeping bro. it rolling, 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 uh, oh, rolling. My last meme on the list is the. I I feel like it's a specific use when it gets used, and it's usually used like in sports. I see it the most. It's the the dog that's like sitting in the chair and like there's fire all around him and he's got the little word yep. bubble. This is fine. This is fine. <laughs> it's I mean I see it a lot like in a, when the A's choke in the playoffs every year they give up five runs in the first inning. It's like the fucking dog with like an A's logo like just thrown in that bitch and it's like oh yeah this is fine sick we're getting raw dogged again. <laughs>
0: That's a uh, great meme. The house is on fire and he's just like, yeah, it's the all The house good. is
1: on fire but everything's chill. So, that's going to be my last one to wrap her up. What's your uh, fourth and final?
0: That was a great great selection there. Um, there's too many, really, to choose from. I have a ton of honorable mentions that we're going to have to go over, too, but I'm going to go with more of a classic one that I haven't seen in a little while, but It's another one where you could literally create your own meme for any situation and it would work. And I'm going to go with the Dos guy. Oh, that's a good one. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, it's Dos or, you know, there's unlimited variations. Um, But that one, you literally, I think I remember I had like a meme generator app or something. And uh, we used to just roast each other with those. It's like
1: Yeah, and that was always a good old standby.
0: I don't always look things up on my smartphone, but when I do, it's on Google. You know. I don't always <laughs> eat breakfast, but when I do, I prefer I prefer Dos eggies. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, there's literally unli- you search the Dose Eggies meme, there's nine hundred thousand results, but uh Dose Eggies Meme just a more of a classic selection. So that's going to round me out, but I have a ton of honorable mentions. Why don't you go first? If you have do you have any extras?
1: Oh, yeah, I got some extras. Okay. This is where we got to name off some good ones otherwise we're going to get roasted for forgetting okay. cuz yeah. I think that uh I think that how you, as long as we give some memes some respect, so sure. uh, Evil Kermit, you mentioned the the OG oh. Kermit one, but the, the one where he's all hooded and shit, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Arthur's Fist, like, I'm pissed <laughs> off that kind of shit. The Grumpy Cat, uh, Willy Wonka, that one's kind of like an OG, kind of yeah. like the Dos Equis one, where you could throw whatever you want on it. Um, the one with the Drake meme, where he's got, like, the fucking, like, hand out like oh hell no and then where he's like uh yeah Yeah, that's what i'm talking about and uh the last one i got is the one with the eel i think it's the eel right that's like all like fucking confused and it usually says something hella dumb on it um oh yeah oh yeah yeah. that one wasn't that sick so (laughs) yeah i know what you're talking about it took me a second
0: but i got it nice dude those are good ones what else you got the hooded kermit that's a classic I got a few extra here. I got the uh, the roll safe guy, the dude tapping his head, going like,
1: mm, oh, that's can't good. be
0: broke if you don't check your bank account. Use your brain. Um, <laughs> that one's a good show. I have a, the other Jordan meme from The Last Dance where he's like, I took that as disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan's memeable. <laughs> so memeable. Um, what about the, the Mori Povich meme? It's like, the lie detector determined that was a lie. <laughs> you know what I'm talking
1: about? Yeah, that one's good shit, too. Maury's always good shit. Oh, and then... Damn, these are all good. The the other one, the why you always lying, that's more of
0: like a GIF or like a little video. But whenever I see that dude, I always think about why you always lying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. So- Stop fucking oh. lying. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's. I just oh, I crack up at that one. Those are ones that I like. In a group chat, I'll search on the little, the little GIF keyboard and see if I could send it.
1: The little GIF keyboard has made life so much easier for the first world. That's a fact. Yeah,
0: that's just that's just Also,
1: it's a fact. Your boy's a Mac. young Youngster in the club don't know how to act.
0: Nice. Uh, side note. The reply function on group chats now, pretty chill. I don't know if you updated your, your phone recently.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's pretty chill. We ain't get there, though. We're like a lagger when it comes to, like, adopting things. You know, I'm not an early adopter. Kind of, <laughs> kind of a laggard, so I'll sure. probably start using the reply function in, like, six months. Yeah, know? yeah,
0: that makes sense. That's like
1: me and <laughs> AirPods.
0: I was like, I don't really... Why do I need wireless headphones? My wired ones are totally fine. And then yeah, <laughs> Alyssa got them for me for my birthday. I'm like, damn, these are fucking chill. So, uh, yeah, I rock them all the time.
1: That's what I'm saying. I got some for Christmas, and uh life-changing. But we're the laggards, man. Not like the, the dudes that got to wait out in line for the fucking PS5 for six nights yeah.
0: sleeping in a tent. You won't catch me doing that. Anyways. Alright, let's keep it rolling. Take us to our next Yeah, segment. That was all fun and games. And the only thing we like more than memes is some trash TV. So uh Oh, so trash. So trash. A couple of weeks ago we actually did our our top eight reality T V shows and we got a little cameo greed sh- hashtag Chuck Rulery, shout out. Um but uh we kinda went down a rabbit hole there. <laughs> <Chuck
1: Rulery. laughs> but uh That guy's a somehow that
0: dude's a some bitch. Um we we're Bachelor we're Bachelor fans here. It's my second my second stint here watching Bachelor. I watched Bachelorette this past one, and uh, obviously we did an episode with Alyssa, and that was a fan fave. But um, I know you and I and Alyssa and uh, WhatsApp dude and his fiance are all in a little Bachelor. And Mrs. WhatsApp, Mrs. What's up, dude. So I thought we could do a little update. Now that The Bachelor's been, you know, rolling through for about a month now, four episodes or something like that, so I know we don't have, you know, not all of our listeners are Batch fans, but hear us out, it's some good shit, and uh, yeah, we're gonna talk some Batch, talk about the Batch of chicks that we got here, there's like 20 of them, but uh, maybe we'll throw out some observations.
1: Yeah, so let's give some, some just overview fucking funny-ass shit that's been going on, and then I say we give, like, the the three, three standout chicks for each of us on the list. Okay, cool. So, first off, man, the shit that they do on a group date, when they br- bring, like, ten chicks out on one date with them... Oh my God, this shit's been like over the fucking top in terms of ridiculousness. Every week is something else. First, you have these chicks dressing up, you know, like their wedding day and shit. And then all of a sudden, they're like, hey, you're going to go out for a play, capture the flag, and throw paint and shit all over each other and just truck each other in the woods. Yeah. Like, what the
0: fuck? I thought there was going to be some blown ACLs for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. That was like, I, that was something I, I was surprised didn't happen. They always got to dress them up in their fucking, like, potential future wedding shit, but they never trash it like that. That was fucking hilarious. And then they go on, like, another date the next week where they have all the chicks write, like, basically some erotica fucking porno <laughs> to read off to the the dude Matt and all the other chicks. And it's like, holy shit this ain't no soft core belly button porn that they're they're writing up it's some crazy shit you half know? half of the
0: language was censored it was just bleeps and it showed all the other girls cracking up and he looks hella
1: uncomfortable yeah that was a good one and then and the last the last group date though that i was gonna say is the most recent one where they have these chicks get the and we can talk about some other preposterous shit with this show. The show's like a fucking car wreck. You just can't look away. You can't. Like once you start. Like, it's so terrible but it's so good. It is. It's a
0: it's just reality TV at its finest, at its true core. It's what
1: it is. Yeah, so this last week, the chicks strap on the gloves and box each other and they had to like call it cuz they were fucking each other up.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were throwing blows. I in the last Bachelorette, they did the dudes did a wrestling match, and I was like, okay, like yeah, you can get slammed, but the chance of someone really getting hurt in wrestling, like, fairly slim. But boxing, they're just throwing blows to the head, to the face. You know, throwing dome shots. they got a little headgear, but <clears throat> yeah, I thought, I, I mean, I thought they they kind of like went away from it too fast. So they should have let it, let it play out a little bit more. But uh yeah, shit's hilarious. The the group dates are some good shit. But um let's I was going to say real quick off the top I know we're kind of already in it, but let's give a quick little overview of the dude. I mean, he's this this he's the first black bachelor. Yeah. He's like 6'5" and um he played football at Wake Forest. So, and he's got an eight pack. Yeah, he's jacked. Loves the Peloton. Dude, fucking loves squatting jacked. logs like his name is Ben Stiller and heavyweights. You devil <laughs> I can not remember
1: his they name. Love, but. They love. I can't remember his name either. Fuck. Tony.
0: Villain skinny Tony. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, Tony Perkins. Tony per,
0: There we go. Anyways. The Perkins. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> this guy. Whatever. Tons of chicks applied, I guess. Most ever. Some good-looking chicks showed up, Hello. and uh, it's been drama. That you have every character. I want to throw out a couple noteworthy items from the first.
1: I yeah, throw the, some standout characters. Yeah, so
0: f- there's a ton of some from the first night. Some chick rolls up, and she's got like, "Oh, I had a tough time in quarantine, but this got me through." And just whips out just a huge vibrator, <laughs> and like, I mean, that was that was a good laugh. Um, You're like, she whoa. was like tapping people on the shoulder with it. Like, Hey, how's it going? I'm, I'm Katie. Um, one chick just showed <laughs> up in lingerie. Like just, Hey, you gotta do it. You gotta stand out first night. Um, yeah, she got cut. She did get cut recently, but, uh, and then, so now we're a few weeks in, I think there's like 18 chicks left. Started with like 30 something like for one, For being a single dude and you're managing 30-plus chicks emotions, like, that's a lot. That's just too much. I would never want anything to do with that. But so there's, like, 18 chicks. They bring in five new ones this week. And, uh, yeah, that's just adding more lighter fluid to the bonfire.
1: But uh, it was stupid. It was crazy. You had some catty-ass bitches already to begin with. Dropping in five new chicks, like, three weeks into the show, crazy. Uh, But one of the characters, it's, like, this show's, like, she's, like, Voldemort, because you just hate her so much, you know? And uh, she's Queen Victoria, the biggest smut in Bachelor history, (laughs) arguably. I mean, this chick... Just wants to start drama with all the chicks. Literally cannot believe some of the shit she does and says. So, one of the new chicks that you mentioned comes in, right? She's like Miss Puerto Rico, some shit. She comes in with their, like, sash and her crown on. And this bitch takes the crown off of her head and crowns herself. Like, (laughs) who the fuck does that kind of shit? Yeah,
0: that was... That was like cringe. I thought I was gonna get hostile a little bit, but uh, yeah, Victoria's too much. She just talks shit. Like it, it was funny at one point, and then you know, like the producers are making him select her to keep her on because it's just good TV. But now it's just getting too much. and She's always got like humongous bags on her eye. and She's got like a little sty on her eyeball, <laughs> and just is
1: like she looks like she just got her ass. <laughs>
0: yeah, and she's just all hammered, talking shit. So. It's a lot. It's like one of the chicks at the party that you're just like, oh, get this chick out of here.
1: One of the funniest observation about Queen Victoria is like, you know, Matt Matt will like he'll smooch some of these chicks, like French them down, you know, that's what they do, and she'll be like, Matt, can I get a kiss? <laughs> it's like he don't want nothing to do with that. Fucking she little beads of sweat, little
0: beads of sweat on her upper lip, and he's just like, oh, oh, she's gnarly. But, uh, all right, well, shit, that's kind of a little rundown of where it's at. You should go peep it if you haven't already. You can jump in now because some new bitches just jumped in, so it's all good. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <clears throat> do you want to pick some faves for
1: Yeah, if we have
0: any listeners that also watch? Maybe a few female listeners, maybe a few males. Hey, it's okay. Um, go ahead, Telf. It's okay. Throw out a couple... Pick three
1: faves you got. Uh, all right. So, my third fave. I don't think she's going to go very far. I She'll make it to maybe like hometowns, but she ain't winning, is Katie. She's the one that showed up with the dildo, mm. like you said. Fucking... You're kind of like, okay, you know, that's a move. It's, you remember that, but it's like, eh. Huh. But as the show's gone on, you know, she's kind of showed some... Some humanity to some of the other chicks. Like like I said, we got a lot of catty bitches in the house, Two Face Hoes, and uh Katie be keeping it real. So she's number three. Okay. You want me to just keep going or you wanna go? Uh I'll go. I'll
0: jump in here. My number three is um very innocent girl. I think she's pretty young compared to the rest. Her name's Serena P. There's actually two Serena's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Serena yeah. P, she's just like a very wholesome, down to earth chick. Like I said, she's got she's playing the innocent vibe. Um, I think she's very genuine and authentic. And they had a little date went well, so I think she's gonna she's gonna make her way down. She's gonna sneak in there, pretty far.
1: Dude, great minds think alike. Serena P, number two on the big board currently oh uh she she like just stood out got that one-on-one date like you said last week that was pretty much the only positive to take out of that episode because it was so fucking drama filled you gotta love the drama it's good shit but uh serena p number two on my list i think she's gonna go far i think she will make it to hometowns too you make it to the final four you know you're cutting down the nets i think that's pretty chill so yeah that's pretty chill Dope.
0: Um, I'm glad we have the same similar selection. I like Katie too, but she wasn't on my top three. Number two for me, I'm gonna go with Rachel. So Rachel, I think Rachel. Um, she she's pretty hot. She's a good looking. Like, she's a little mini Traeger. Um, she's a little. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's like the Weber you bring the tailgate. Yeah,
0: there you go. She's the portable Traeger. Um, she, she's a Weber. <laughs> Give her some more respect than that. I mean, Weber's cool too, but <laughs> anyway, she gets a lot of FaceTime for some reason. The camera loves her um, more so than some of the other chicks who haven't really got a lot of time with with The Bachelor with Matt. So she hasn't had like a one-on-one date or anything, I don't think, but she's always, always on camera. So um, maybe that, I'm playing a little favoritism there, but also I heard there's some rumors about her that she used to be a bully. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, it?
1: all those rumor down the
0: rumor mill. The rumors come out too about all the all the people on the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. So that's always some good Twitter reads for you. You get a favorite. The
1: smut that left last week on her own was like dating GE. Oh yeah, I saw that
0: too. Yeah, So <laughs> like, you got some what? ulterior motives for sure. But uh, I think Rachel's it's gonna make it to the. The home squads, also hometowns. Mini
1: Traeger, throw the Weber on it. (laughs) Throw the Weber in the bag. Okay. I have a feeling. Yeah, we got the same one. We're going to have the same number one. Brie. Brie. She got to be number one, man. I hope
0: she wins it. Yeah, she's the most wholesome out of them all and seems like a super chilled. Good
1: way to put it hit it off no one else wants to hear us talk about this shit she's brie all the way she's a traeger
0: some of the new chicks though she's gonna go far for sure there's no doubt in my mind that brie's a hometowner at least um maybe further Mm -hmm. some of the new chicks that just jumped on so there was five four of them made the first cut and then
1: one of them that didn't she was so
0: fucking beat (laughs) oh yeah she was pretty hurt that's, you know, I feel bad for her. She's only on the show for like five minutes, just got cut. But, um, <laughs> yeah, he was like,
1: I didn't want that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, he pieced her real quick. He got cut. She got cut faster than the Bills did this past week. Jeez.
1: But, anyways, he was, he's like, You see my 10 pack? I <laughs> like, <laughs> I ain't taking no fucking four. <laughs>
0: Oh, we're going to hell. Um, Michelle, (laughs) so one of the new chicks, he takes her on a one-on-one date. And this chick, she's a good-looking girl, super tall. I was like, first thought is like, he's tall, she's tall. Boom, they can make a Michael Jordan just offspring (laughs) instantly. So there's already – get memed. That's already just one on the plus side. And then this other chick, Brittany – also comes in, just makes out with him, makes, shakes his hand, makes out with him, just like bold just statement. Tongues him tongues down. Tongues him down. He's kind of into her. She's very good looking. And then there's a, an immediate rumor because she's from Chicago. One of the other chicks is from Chicago that she's an escort. So I like to see how that plays out. She's got rocket launchers. Yeah, she does. So I could, see, like, I could see it.
1: Straight weapons of mass destruction. She looks
0: like she could. B1, that doesn't mean she is though So we'll see, we'll see what happens You know how the rumors go I, I w-
1: Yeah, she seems like she's She's mentally not cut out for this shit She going downhill But she's, she's got some She's got some assets <laughs> Oh yeah, he kept her around for sure yeah. But uh, yeah,
0: should be good Tof and I are going to put together a little Bracket probably here Now that we got some extras on so uh, I think you're you're already in a bracket, aren't you?
1: I never filled it out because there was new chicks coming. Okay. I don't even know, man. Right. It's a fucking Pontiac game-changing performance. It is. So we'll we'll
0: update the the TB testers later down the road, and uh, we'll get some we'll get some guests up in here when we got the hometowns going down. Yeah, we'll see how we go, but uh, yeah, man, it's just some it's some good TV. It's a fun two hours. TV, that shit and watch it like on your lunch break or whenever you got time. It's just funny. I just crack up at it. And then you you get invested though. You do get invested. <laughs> it's so
1: terrible. It's it's a car wreck, like I said. It is.
0: But alright man, well shit. Let's transition out of here and finish off our episode the Scotty Pippin episode. Tippin', hit the tip drill with Scotty Pippen, um with her hog and poodle of the week.
1: Hog and poodle Let's do
0: it. Lead us off, dude. Shoot shoot it from the hip. Who you
1: got? You got one ready? Oh, going to get on first, steal second, steal third, sack fly score, lead go. off hitter, do its job. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with somebody that was on a losing team this week, but I just heard of it today, and it was such a boss-ass thing to learn that had to be my hog of the week. You know we know how violent of a game football is, and the homie Cole fucking Beasley of the Buffalo Bills. He's got bars too. uh, He can spit with the you know best of the white boy athletes for sure. And uh, Cole Beasley, it came out that he broke, had partially broken his fibula in Week 16. Uh, I believe he sat out week 17, but played in the last three playoff games. Just broken leg, like that's some fucking warrior man ass shit. And uh, gotta gotta say that's that's as hog as it gets. So Cole Beasley, hog of the week. Fucking respect. Get yourself taken care of and get back on the field, son, for next year. Cause you always making sneaky plays.
0: Cole Beasley, dude, he is. He's a sly little sneaky guy. Playing on a broken leg is no joke, but I'm going to drop a little spin zone here from an anatomical point of view. The fibula is the outside bone of the lower leg. It's like not the shin side, but the outside of the lower leg. It's a non-weight-bearing bone. So theoretically, depending on where he broke it, it wouldn't really have too much of an impact on performance. But still... To play three playoff games. Well damn, Ridiculous. way to
1: tear down my hog, you <laughs> fucking I an anonymical
0: asshole. Hey man, I gotta just I gotta play devil's advocate here, man. We don't know I don't know where he pinky. broke it. If he broke it, you know, in a certain spot, then <laughs> throw that out the window, but that's near I like the selection, regardless. He's got bars. Look him up on YouTube, Instagram, whatever. spitting. He's worthy of a hog just for that alone. So, Cole Beasley, man, like it. Um, cool. I'm going to go away from the sports world. And I'm sure everyone has heard about this by now. But my hog of the week is going to a group. And it's a subreddit. It's called Wall Street Bets.
1: Oh my God.
0: Have you heard of this stuff?
1: I just heard of it, but explain it okay. to me a little more.
0: Okay. So I recently got into the investing game, downloaded Robinhood, like all the quarantine people, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, trying to pick a few stocks, you know, trying to make a little scroll on the side for fun. Hey, why not? And I hear about this group. It's got t- like two and a half million people, subreddit groups called Wall Street Bets. And, uh, they're basically fucking over the big guy. So what happened? Game stock, it's kind of like a useless stock. Brick and mortar, who's going in there? Buying games. You can download them, I'm pretty sure. I'm not a gamer, so I don't know, but I'm pretty sure no one's going to GameStop and trading in their games anymore. Anyways. No. So basically this big, this big hedge fund said that this shit's going to crash. Like GameStop's going out of business, trash, and they put... Millions and millions and millions of dollars betting against GameStock. And this group on Reddit, they took offense to that. They're gamers. They're Redditors, you know? So they banded together and they all started buying GameStock stock. GameStop stock. Oh, that was a little tongue twister. Um, Which drives the price up. Which screws over these big hedge funds that have you know bet on its loss anyways basically the theme is GameStop. it's going to the moon send it it's rockets in three months it's gone up 1600 percent in one month 900 percent this week alone it's up four hundred and seventy percent it's like over two hundred dollars start off at like eleven dollars and now it's over two hundred dollars so you know so at what point do you sell that shit i don't know pretty soon probably yeah, you know, I'm I'm new to the game, so we'll have to get a layman's here where I can break it down, and do some more research, but I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. it can't go up forever. It's like it's all oh, fabricated money. Yeah, if it was me if I was holding on to that, you know, I'd be looking to sell pretty quick here cuz it's definitely inflated. It's based on all these people just trying to fuck over the big man. And so this the stock isn't really worth what it's Excuse me, being purchased at. So I'd probably sell it fairly soon. But don't take advice from us. We don't know shit. But GameStop, peep it. And if you're investing, go to Wall Street Bets and watch what they're sending to the moon. Hashtag send it. I saw that uh,
1: what I did see about it was that some guy had noticed this trend of how short the stock was for gamestop and uh he basically invested his life savings which was about fifty thousand dollars into gamestop stock crazy and i want to say he's up like 15 million dollars or more something like that like so at what point does he sell is what i'm saying
0: hopefully he's sold already at that point like you just <laughs> yeah you take that, that as a win you know like yeah. I don't know. But uh, people are crazy, dude. He probably reinvested in some other shit. But uh, Who's your poodle? Poodle of the week. And I want your opinion on this, kind of like I tore yours down. I want to hear you, your perspective on my poodle here. My poodle of the week is Major League Baseball. They uh, didn't elect anyone to the Hall of Fame for the 2021 class this year. It was the first time that no... Eligible players got inducted into the Hall of Fame since 1960. So some qualifiers here. So you gotta have 75% of ballot votes, or you gotta be on 75% of the ballots to make it in. And I guess mm-hmm. this is, you know, the first year. Kurt Schilling, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens—they're all pretty close, but no one hit it. Therefore, it's just like, eh, fuck it, go on to next year. I just feel like baseball like it's just another damage to the to the brand like i just feel like baseball you know we've talked shit about the commissioner and the way they handled the quarantine season and like they're just doing not doing enough to help such their brand idiots
1: such And you know, this is just yeah.
0: another like uh, America pastime rule that just is stupid and useless and it's really hurting the brand so what do you think about it tough
1: Well, first off, I love the choice because I actually thought you were going to go in a different direction. I'll go in that direction when it gets to my turn, but this was my poodle of the week first choice. I mean, basically the main problem with it is the baseball writers of America, these outdated old fucks that are beat reporters for their own respective teams. They have like vendettas against players and shit. I mean, look at... The different sport, but the NFL, like Terrell Owens, one of the greatest wide receivers to ever suit up and play on Sundays. It took him like six times to get voted into the Hall of Fame because reporters and shit didn't like him. Same shit applies here. So many writers don't acknowledge the steroid era and some of those names you listed off, Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire, and they won't vote for them because they think their numbers are tainted. Well, guess what? They are. But everybody was doing steroids at that time. It's just like part of the game. Everyone is. It's not like. uh, I I feel like not to. They're doing some different shit, like HGH for sure. But (laughs) I mean, the testing policy. I don't fucking know. That's a conversation for a different day. Okay. But Baseball Writers of America, MLB Hall of Fame, not voting anybody in is absolutely ridiculous. But. I got to go with the number one poodle of the week for sure. And uh, it is sports related. Matt LaFleur. We touched on this Ooh. earlier. Like you're kicking a field goal, fourth and goal, inside the 10. And it's not like you have Rex Grossman or Johnny Manziel as your <laughs> fucking quarterback. You have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. And uh, he just coach scared. I don't even know. And, you know, the – the Packers, Rogers, like, questions about his future now and shit. Dude is 37. Not everybody's Tom Brady going to play forever. Yeah. So, interesting to see where they go. Back-to-back years, they've lost NFC title games. LeFleur, I mean. For scared, go choked. to church. You choked. Go to church. Fuck off. Uh, cheeseheads, you out. out peace out. Any honorable mentions? Well, I was going to kind of
0: bring that up a little bit, just the Packers organization. Like they really haven't done that much to help Aaron Rodgers the you know, his whole career pretty much. This was probably the most complete team they've had in a long time. He's 1 in 4 in NFC Championship games. He's lost 4 NFC Championship games. It. So, uh but uh I mean, I don't think it's that's all on right. him. He could have maybe ran it in on third and goal. You know, he kind of tried to force it to Devontae, had a little lane. But uh, would have made it more of a manageable fourth down for sure if he would have kept it. He definitely should have ran. He could have made but the it. But coach, the coach, you know, for choosing to not even attempt it and just giving the game away essentially, not touching the ball again, can't really do that. It's unforgivable mistake. And I don't blame rogers for questioning you know like you give everything to your career we've seen it with tons of quarterbacks at the end tom brady you know but joe montana all these namely guys that at the end of their career they make a change and see some success so um yeah i'm eager to see what happens ultimately i don't think he goes anywhere but the packers needed to make some changes for sure to keep him happy in the latter days of his career
1: the Aaron Rodgers <laughs> latter days. I was going to say that, What is I said Latter-day. Matt LaFleur well, goes to that ways.
0: church on Sundays.
1: That That is a factual statement. And that is another episode of the TB Test in the books. In the books,
0: unlike, unlike a Hall of Famer for the MLB. Not in the books this year.
1: Good. And no books. He's Telf
0: I'm Beam I interrupted him We out Peace